Yo, 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 this is almost an emergency podcast. If I could have got this earlier today and I had a whole bunch of shit that went on today, you know, you already know, March 8th, one of the saddest days in Seahawks history. Uh, we're going to get into it right now. Uh, we're still dropping the episode tomorrow. And uh, yeah, man, off the dome piece, uh, fucked up day for Seahawks fans all over the world. And uh, especially sad day for Seattle. It's a, a weird thing, y'all. Let's jump into it, man. This is the world famous Behind the Baller podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, a.k.a. the Korean John Cusack, a.k.a. fuck Pete Carroll and fuck John Snyder. Yeah, man. It's a, a crazy day. It's This is a, you know, we've done a few, very few emergency podcasts. This is like a semi-emergency. And I'm glad I calmed down. Because one, it's it's late. And uh, in a second, we're going to have Seahawks correspondent Scott Ferranda on here discussing, uh, you know, his thoughts on the whole situation. I've been talking to uh, players all day today from offense to defense to special teams, you name it. I, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm cool with a lot of players. TMZ pulled up on me today outside, uh, you know, coffee shop and... um you know what's crazy as fuck is probably by the time this drops, that TMZ interview is probably going to be dropping. Um, like I said, I, I had some time to kind of like think about it. I was downtown in my office and um, I got the news. I hit my father-in-law, my brother-in-law. I hit a bunch of people before I even hit them. My, bro- my brother-in-law damn near had a fucking heart attack. You know, he, he flipped out. And he's one of the main reasons that I stayed so strong with the Seahawks. Um his internet wasn't working. He fucking bugged the fuck out. He went crazy. And I just can't imagine what he's thinking about at home. I know it ain't LOB. And, uh, you know, Cam being probably my favorite defensive player in the Seahawks uh, organization in history. But no cap, Bobby Wagner is probably the greatest defensive player in the overall history of the Seahawks. And he's the he has the most Pro Bowls. Uh, you name it. Just a weird fucking situation. Um, I don't think he's necessarily that old. I think he's going to get picked up by somebody. You know, I know we're freeing up a bunch of cap space. It's a fucking weird situation, man. You know, um, came in the same day as Russ did. And um, they're both, you know, uh, parting ways. I just can't make out, you know, like, look, I, I've had time to think about it. I've had time to think about all the shows that I've done about the Seahawks, right? We get a fucking email today about the Seahawks season tickets going up in price. So that right there had me hot as fuck. And then right after they announced this this trade. Now the crazy part is, you know, Russ took down the fucking Seahawks fucking picture right then and there. And it was weird because he's, you know, he's throwing all that cap out there. He's like, yo, man, you know, I could never leave Seattle, man. I love the city too much, blah, blah, whatever. It's like, dog, why you, why say that bullshit, man? I get, you know, but don't say anything then. You know, why, why lie? Why try to throw the fucking, you know, the 52 fake? You know? Why go on Stephen Colbert's show and say this shit or whatever the fuck it is? And was it Jimmy Fallon, John Fallon, Kimmel, one of the motherfuckers? I just don't understand it. I'm, again, thank God it's late now. What is it, uh? 11, 15 p.m., Tuesday, March 8th. 
And I, I just thank God it's not fucking 11.15 a.m. Tuesday, March 8th. Because I'd have said a lot of shit that I just wouldn't, you know, wouldn't fuck with. Now, the thing is this. From some of the people that I've talked to today, they're happy that Russ is gone. Because he didn't want to be here. Which is fucking crazy, right? Didn't want to be with, with the Seahawks. And, um, you know, in the locker room, he didn't really talk to too many people. So it wasn't like he was buddy-buddy with people and shit and, you know, talking. His, you know, and, and just, you know how that shit goes. Look, I say my shit about LeBron and everything. I'm motherfucker. I mean, of course, the team's a lot smaller. But he sits there and talks to the rookies. He sits there and talks to the people. So did Kobe. So did Shaq. You know, it's just a different thing. I can't speak on how Brady is. From what I've heard, he talks, you know, whatever. But I mean, like, I don't know. Not saying that Russell thought he was too good. They, people fuck with him off the field. You know, he's obviously a good person. You know, he's, he's a, you know, uh, a philanthropist. He's humanitarian. He's very generous. He's, you know, he's, he's he could run for fucking, you know, he, well, he could have run for office in Seattle. Just a weird situation all around. Now, in 2020, you guys know it's documented. I had my reserves about this motherfucker because he had a podcast. Like, yo, why are you podcasting during the season? He was going through a slump. It was weird. We figured shit out, started turning the season around. Then last year, this, this last season, you know, he's, again, he's kind of sus, right? Comes back, shows motherfuckers he still got it at the Pro Bowl. But, like, it's just fucking weird. It's just really, really weird. You're talking about all these teams you want to go to, whatever, and there's all these other things. And, I mean, obviously he thought about it, you know, said a major city. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, remember we had uh, my friend Josh Donaldson, Josh D, on talking about mental health a few episodes ago. Josh opened a nightclub in Denver. And so random because Josh is a fucking enormous Seahawks fan too, was born and raised in Seattle. Josh was telling me that Denver, Colorado is like the fastest growing city and economy in the United States. This is obviously pre-pandemic. I don't know what happened after that. But... You know, they were the first legal state, Colorado, for cannabis. You know, I guess it's pretty progressive. There. I don't know. I haven't spent much time in Colorado. But just crazy. Out of all teams, Denver, right? And really, we got the short end of the stick. There's some people out there saying, oh, I think you guys got a better end. But what I mean is, and overall, in the value, you know, it's, it's like when you trade cards, right? Or you're trading things, and you're like, yo, man, this trade doesn't make sense. And, you know, you'd be like, damn, it's two first-round draft picks? We did that with Jamal. Adams, like this is a legit, real Hall of Famer. Is Jamal Adams going to be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know, man. Like real talk, I don't. As far as Russ, it's guaranteed. First ballot vote. Just a weird thing. Does he got a lot in the tank? We're going to see. Right? I'm not going to make no predictions on that anymore because, you know, he's just, shit is weird. Now, will they have a better offensive line? Probably. We had damn near the worst offensive line there is. I'm just in a weird position and a weird feeling. It's just trying to... I've, I've processed it all day. I felt weird about it. I think about all the memories. And it's fucked me up, you know, because I think about my cousin Rex. And I think about all this other shit. So, you know, again, talking to the players. People are sad about Bobby. I knew that was coming, though. I knew Bobby was it just... It was, you know, we were supposed to pay him 21 mil. I, you know, it's just an unfortunate situation. And I do know that I could talk about every single fucking team, but that's not, why would I? I'm going to talk about the team that I like. And if, and if Seahawks fans decide to gravitate towards this and it makes sense for them, cool. Because, I don't, I don't, you know, I talk about it on Sundays or an NFL season. But other than that, you know, I try to bring up different shit. But yeah, of course I do favor the team. That's why this podcast exists today. I'm talking about this actual episode. And um, it is the unofficial Seahawks podcast. You know, I've had players on here. I've had... 
players that other Seahawks podcasts can't get exclusives, things like that. You know, DK Metcalf was supposed to come on the show this week. I want to wait for video. And he's in LA right now. Thank God. We've been talking. And um, it's look, it's work time for DK. I don't think we're training DK. At least I don't think so. But you know, who fucking knows under fucking John and fucking and Pete? These two motherfuckers, ain't nobody safe except for them, right? And when they're the motherfuckers, I need to go. So I'm not going to get too much more into it, man. Let me get fucking uh, Scott on the line real quick and let's rap about this shit. Uh, I don't think that we don't have no fucking commercials today, man. We don't no no ads, no fucking ads. Let's jump right into this fucking Scott Ferranda, our CX correspondent. Uh, hold up one second. Let me get Scott on the line. Yeah, man. So we got my man. Scott Ferrandi, he's the official BTB Seahawks correspondent for the fucking Behind the Baller show. I just said that. Anyway, Scott, what's good, man? Man, this is one of the saddest days <laughs> in Seattle sports history. I'm not even... I just, this has been the worst day since the Sonics left. I just said that in the intro to the show. I just said March 8th, 2022 could be the saddest sports day in Seattle history and it's it's fucked up. And and you know what the funny thing is? Even though I don't like your boy Greg Bell, he said he was obviously there, you know, when the M's traded um uh Griffey. Griffey. Yeah. And he said this feels worse. It does feel worse because the difference was even though we lost Griffey, we still had A Rod. Like there was a future that we knew we could look forward to. But there's nothing I don't know, we don't know what's in store for what's about to happen. So let's, let's, so let's get into it real quick, man. Look, th- this is what I've been thinking about all day. And it's kind of like, you know, you're mad. Some people are like, hey, man. Well, and you know, I just said this in the intro. I said, look, I wasn't happy with Russ in 2020. I had told mm-hmm. you that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, I'm upset because you said something that made sense. He is a 100% first ballot Hall of Famer, Russell. Right. Most winningest, you know, quarterback in Seahawks history, He's no. I was going to say potentially he is the probably the greatest Seattle sports athlete ever. Mm-hmm. He's the only one with a ring. Yeah, yeah. But beyond just the ring, I mean, just the, the accolades and everything, and even having higher ratings than fucking Peyton Manning and all these other guys. Mm-hmm. Honestly, bro. Seriously, the thing that pisses me off the most is this man, Pete Carroll, doing this right now. Feels like. Someone trying to get a girl pregnant that they're not going to stay around for. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, it actually does. Yeah. Think about a chick you're about to fucking blow a load in, about to nut in this chick, and then be like, yo, I'm about to be around for this baby. Doc, there's no way Pete is here for another two years, let alone even a five. I can't believe he's fucking still here. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. what was it? I think the field goals, um, you know, the Seahawks blog. Uh, Twitter page even said, look, man, nobody is fucking safe right now except for John mm-hmm. Snyder and Pete. Yeah. You know, I, I was happy about the defensive coordinator situation with Sean Safai and everything. I was like, all right. He was talking that shit. I'm like, all right. Look, I felt like Bobby was going to leave. I, you're, you seem way more sad about Bobby than I am, right? I just, I, I feel like, look, we had to as far as the money goes. I thought it was 16. I'm sorry. It's 20 and a half. So 20, 20 and a half million dollars, right? That ain't no chump change. And look, the funny thing is this. Fuck Bobby. He's going to be all right. You know, he's the captain of the defense. He's the man. B-Wags. Look, I thought about it. I was like, damn, 
I was like, yo, Cam Chancellor is probably my favorite defensive player in, in all of Seahawks, you know, that, that I, you know, that I could think of in the last, you know, 10 plus years. But when you really think about it, B. Wags is the greatest defensive player we ever had in the history. I mean, over Bosworth, you know what I'm saying? Like it's. Yeah. I mean, I say he's the greatest player of this past decade, not even just for the Seahawks. You're an eight time yeah. all pro. Yeah. And the crazy yeah. part is, you know, this talk about him going to the Cowboys and shit makes me want to vomit. Um, with, the fucking, with Michael Parsons there and stuff. It's like, come on, dog, to be the most disgusting. Mm-hmm. And oh, the old boy, I forgot what his name is, the other backer they got. Anyways, so I don't know if you saw, you see Puna Ford is, is tweeting Trey Brown. Like, I don't give a fuck what Trey Brown is saying, but, you know, they're all, like, sad. They're upset and whatever, boom. And, you know, I know a lot of the players, so it's kind of fucked up for me to hear this shit. What are your thoughts, you know, on this? I mean, it, let's call it what it is, bro. Is it a rebuild or is it not a rebuild? I mean, rebuild would be an understatement. This is literally blowing everything to the ground with nothing in sight. I, we don't even know what their angle is, and just the way that it was treated. Like, let's just let's just pause on Russ for a second and understand. They just let the news break about Russell Wilson. The whole world's talking about it, and then you just cut Bobby Wagner. No one, he didn't even get a proper send off. It was just the world's talking about Russell Wilson, but then you're forgetting we just cut the best linebacker of this generation and there is nothing like they're going to forget that he left because of the shade or the shadow that russell wilson has created on top of that if we're trying to blow everything to bits and trying to figure out the future we had him under contract you don't think we could have traded bobby wagner for like at least a fifth or sixth round pick you just cut him so we got nothing for it even on top of that now i have to disagree with you bro fuck a fifth round fuck fuck a fifth round pick who are we gonna pick up another DK, bro? I mean, who knows? We've been the worst at fucking drafting, you know. I mean, Jesus Christ, bro. But wouldn't you rather have a pick than nothing? We just we just Dog. let them loose. I'd rather have fucking dicks, a number fucking two. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, God <laughs> damn. No. Yeah. Look, bro. If we assess what's going on, what do we get? We got fan. Who else do we get? Who else the fuck do we get from this fucking shitty ass trade? Look, bottom line is I've already told, I've told five different Seahawks. Right. If fucking Drew Locke goes to the VMAC and suits up and is wearing a red jersey, I'm going to have him, I'm going to sniper him that down. I'm going to hit right. him in the legs, bro. I he, mean, I can't even believe that he's even on our roster and that Pete, John and Pete thought that they saw something in him. Keep it 100. Yeah. Drew Locke or Gino, if it had to happen. <laughs> I guess Gino at this point, at least, at least he's a fan favorite yeah. and has an understanding of what it is to be a Seahawk. Drew Locke probably doesn't even care that he's on the team. He probably is looking to just find, to leave somewhere else. Because it's not like it's going to be a happy welcoming that he's here. Bro, this dude has a QB rating. Let me see, where the fuck did this dude's career fucking, this guy's. 2021, he played six fucking games. This guy had fucking two touchdowns, bro. Yeah. Fucking 80.4 passer rating. This motherfucker played 13 games in 2020 in the pandemic year. This motherfucker only had 16 touch. Bro, this guy had 75 rating for a full season, dog. Gino had better than that. Fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know why they even wanted. We basically got a third string quarterback because one, Gino's two. This guy's obviously worse. So my question is, who do we got for a middle linebacker? KJ Wright's gone. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck do we do? I, 
he's probably in the draft. I, I don't know what we're going to do. We have all these draft picks, great, but we've never done anything well with them. I mean, so, Jordan I mean, Brooks. Jordan Brooks is all right. I'm not mad at Jordan. Um, yeah, Jordan Brooks is cool, but I mean, he's not going to fill the void for Bobby Wagner for sure. Like, look, we're we're going to have to move Jamal to fucking outside backer, dog. <laughs> yeah, Jamal Adams. He is kind of like the catalyst for all of this. Think about it. We traded two first round picks for him, so we went two first round picks in the hole, and we had to trade Russell Wilson to get these two first round picks back. Yeah, it's fucked up. And we're stuck with Jamal Adams, too. We're stuck with them. I'm not saying, like, maybe he can turn it around, but as a strong safety, you're not going to, like, I mean, bro, he had, he, had a, he had a great year. Look, the thing is this. If people didn't hate him so much, you know, my boy Mike Dugar, man, he said some really straight shit. If people didn't hate him so much, he had a fucking good season, bro. You know, 2020 we played. He had a great season. You know, he had a pick. He had fucking, you know, he had a shit ton of sacks. He had, he had a lot of tackles. He had a good season, bro. You know, it's just, it is what it is. And, you know, now, um, you know, he's, he's, he was hurt. Well, you know, he's going to make a full recovery. It's a, it's an interesting situation. I'm not even worried about our defense that much. But now, Everything's I mean, liable. bro, I, I don't think Quandre is going to resign with us, bro. And, you know, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel that way even 10 hours ago. Right. Right. Well, my thing is, why, why should he? That's. The thing is this, he can get 16 to 20 M's somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And we were, we were going to offer him like 13 on a franchise tag or 12. Come on, bro. How do we tell Quandre that we're giving Jamal fucking 18 and we'll give you 13 or 14? I'm just being honest with you. No, 100%. Quandre Diggs is, plays a more responsible role to Jamal Adams. He has to cover more of the field. He should be asking for more money. Do you understand, yeah. Scott, that I've heard other offensive players? Remember, I'm friends with a lot of star receivers, star quarterbacks. I mean, real guys, they don't even want to throw that way because he's such a ball hawk. They don't even want to throw that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had a lot of interceptions. They do not want to throw that way. Right. I don't know if necessarily they're scared, but they're just going to avoid it. They're going to avoid fucking throwing over there because, bro— He's in such a far weird area. You you realize they don't the QBs even the best eyes right. Look at fucking Stafford. It don't matter. You know, they mm-hmm. still fucking understand that that Quandre is just gonna fucking you know he's he's gonna pick him off. So yeah. you know when you think about it, all right, do we have Quandre and Jamal Adams both getting fucking you know over thirty million dollars combined? I mean, you know it, it's possible. I'm just saying it's just fucked up. Now if we lose Nino. Which is uh, Quandre's moniker. If we lose Quandre, then now our defense is in trouble and the offense is in trouble. The thing is this, man. Quandre has the same agent as who? Who? Deshaun Watson, bro. And, you know, they don't have like an agent that represents like 15, 20 people. <laughs> agent represents just a few people. So his agent represents Deshaun. And, you know, Deshaun's in Texas. You know, Quandre's a Texas boy. I'm like, man, dog, you know, we need him, bro. We need a modern QB. You know, Deshaun is. Look, I love Lamar Jackson. He's one of the scariest guys to me and everything, right? And there's been some weird shit this last season. But I think Deshaun is a more total quarterback than he is, if that makes any sense to you. Like as oh, far definitely. as, I as mean, far throwing. problems aren't on the field, yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not trying to think about all that shit, man. You know, was, I mean, fuck, bro. I just don't understand, like, why you try to have a kid 
if you're not going to stick around. So I'm just wondering, you want to rebuild when you're not going to be here, bro? I'm just curious. Like, I read this thing the other day. I'm sorry. Today, I read this article mm-hmm. about how Pete won the Super Bowl the year we won. Okay. And the year we won was based on having a strong running game with the option to pass. My thing is, motherfucker, do you know how strong our receiving core was with Baldwin, mm-hmm. Tate, with Harvin? I'm sorry, no, Tate wasn't there yeah. when we fucking won. Um, yeah, Golden Tate was there. Wait, so was Harvin? Oh, no, Harvin got traded right before oh, the trade. Harvin was there, too. They, that's what I'm saying. They all were there. Our receiving core was strong. They Bro, all were there. Baldwin... Who else? Fucking uh, what's what was the tight end's Jerry name? Curse was there. Curse, Zach dude. Are you Miller. kidding me, bro? Yeah, Zach Miller was there. Duck. I mean, you saw ESPN put us down as I, I was I was surprised. They put us down as one of the top ten receiving cores in NFL history. That team, the, the receiving core that they had. But they keep I mean, talking they, about the run game being whatever, and then ooh. yeah, Pete loves the run game, bro. Why didn't we give motherfucking Marshawn the ball? In 2014 then, do you know what I mean? When we had a fucking 90% chance of getting an end zone with him. That's mm-hmm. why I just don't, I'm just so mind blown. So I guess what they're trying to say is we just need a quarterback that has, you know, can throw, but we got to fucking build this run game. I'm like, yo, dog, we got no O-line, bro. How the fuck are we going to fucking have a run game with no O-line? There's no O-line. We no longer have a linebacking core. All our corners are free agents. Andre Diggs is a free agent. There's so many holes, and I think everyone thinks we're, at least our front office thinks we're going to patch it up with the draft picks that we received from Russell Wilson. Draft picks do not guarantee success. That's like trading away a PSA 10 rookie card of any player you want, and then they give you four packs. Those packs don't guarantee that you're going to get something good when you open it up. Well, we do have a, you know, a little bit of trade equity. I mean, I know Tyler is on the trading block. I know there's a lot of money that it costs him, but I just think that... Um, Tyler Lockett's going to go to Denver. That's what I think. He's going to follow Russell to Denver. I thought about that, but there's nobody at Denver that we want. You know what I'm saying? That they're going to give up. I don't know. At the, at, yeah, I, at the talent that they're at, for sure. I don't think there is anyone, but I obviously didn't think that what they offered then, what they offered for Russell Wilson, I didn't think that was enough talent. So who knows what they're going to offer. They might just try and blow it all up because they didn't think that they could get anything for Bobby Wagner already. They might just take a fourth round pick, fifth round pick for Tyler Lockett. Nah, dog. We're not, dog. Ain't nobody doing that, bro. No, no, no. Look at what? How come you're not thinking no one's going to take a fourth or fifth round pick on anything? No, 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 dog. We, we can't go. Come on, bro. Even on a third for fucking Tyler Lockett, bro. Let's get serious, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm at a complete loss for what we've already received for what we drafted. Right now, I mean, most likely not, but Drew Locke is our starting quarterback. There's a chance we pick up Stephon Gilmore still, right, which would be fucking great, one of the best DBs in the fucking game. Mm -hmm. But we definitely need to fill that middle linebacker area, okay? Our D-line is all right with old boy, the fucking addition from uh, from Denver, but Mm -hmm. we just need to strengthen the O-line. We need a QB1, and I'm not worried about our receiving core, bro. Look, Joe Everett's gone. Fuck him. I don't give a fuck if he leaves. I don't give a shit about him. I'm t- look, dog. I'm still mad that we fucking when we had fucking. I'm, I still think about like, look. I was mad about having Hollister and having Disley and having who else, and then we fucking gave Greg Olson all that money, bro. What the fuck for? What the fuck? What the problem? Why? Why? Free money. 
He didn't do I shit. Mean, again, we're, and we're investing in a tight end again. I mean, sure, Noah Fant could potentially be good, but how many times do we have to strike out on a tight end every season for them to do nothing? Gerald Everett. Now we have Gerald Everett and Noah Fant. We just invested in more tight ends. How many tight ends do we need for them to realize a tight end is not that valuable for the team? Oh, dog, I don't know about that, bro. Look at fucking Travis Kelsey. Look at fucking, you know, um, what's his face? Yeah, fucking who's throwing um, them the ball? Yeah. Who's going to throw these guys the ball? Unless your Deshaun Watson dream comes true, we have no, these guys are just going to be placed there's blockers. That's all they're going to be. Here, let me type in NFL free agent quarter. Backs. I don't even know who the free agent quarterback's going to be. Carson Wentz. Is he a free agent? I have no idea. Anyway, what do I want fucking Carson Wentz, bro? I want to fucking have goddamn fucking... Oh, my God, bro. Bro. If I ever told you right now what the fuck... If, if I even told you what the top 10 free agent quarterbacks are, you, you'll fucking vomit right now. God. Bro. Who? Trevor who? Simeon. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's 39 years old, dog. Okay, bro, you ready for this one? You're not ready for this one, bro. Hope you are sitting down. Colt McCoy, who beat us, is a fucking free agent. Andy Dalton, who again, 34, bro. Super underwhelming piece of shit. Jacoby Brissett, never even fucking heard a dude, even though he did have five touchdowns and fucking 1,280 yards. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. No, he, he, for the Dolphins. Trubisky, who, come on, bro. I, I'm not no. even fucking, I'm not in the hell no. Tyrod Taylor, get him the fuck out of here, dude. Marcus Mariota, who didn't even fucking play because fucking car. Bridgewater, mm-hmm. dog, uh, you know what, man? I mean, Bridgewater, I, eh. And the number one free agent, bro. Nobody that I fucking want. Is Jameis Winston, bro? <laughs> There's no options. None of those free agents is going to change the franchise. Those are all bridges, or they reduce the placement until we find something else. So, I mean, Cam Newton is talking. They're talking about he might join the fucking New York Giants. I don't want mm-hmm. Cam Newton. He, he, I don't want he, Cam Newton. Yeah, I don't want Flacco. I, no, I want something with a future. None of the, none of those players you listed off give us a future at all. So. Now that you're telling me now, I think we only have two options. It's either Deshaun Watson or we hope to God somehow we hit in the draft like we hit with Russell Wilson. Again. Do you know what picks we have? We have, yeah, we have the ninth pick, the 40th, the 41st, okay, so the seven, and the 72nd. Those are our first four picks. Only ones that really matter anyway. Matt Corral, Ole Miss. I've seen him play a little bit, dog. Damn, Drake, Drake London is... Drake London's nice, bro. But we don't need a fucking W over, dog. We got... Telling you, we're the New York Jets of the Northwest now. Yeah, they That's call that shit. But I'm gonna tell you this real quick. Guess what? <laughs> we play the Jets next year too. Guess what? I don't give a fuck what you say. We're <laughs> definitely gonna fucking beat the Jets, bro. <laughs> All right, one in sixteen. The NFC look, West, they're hey, gonna bury us next let me, year. Let me ask you a question. What the fuck are the Niners gonna do? They ain't got no fucking QB. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I, you just reminded me when you just thought thought of that. Now, Jimmy G is an option. Yeah, come on, he's terrible, bro. He's he's just, he's not he's even. terrible. But I would not be surprised if John and P look at him because he's he's perfect for their offense. He he runs in a run heavy offense. He just takes chip away passes. 
I would fucking literally barf on everything, bro. But look at this guy, Matt Corral, is all right. The only thing is, a little light in the ass, bro. Mm-hmm. 205. At least he's 6'2, man. Fuck. Yeah, bro. You know, I, look, look, next season's fucking schedule is so much better than this season's schedule. Like, it's good. Like, I'm excited to go to some fucking weight games. The only thing is, I got the same email you got, right? When the fucking tickets got fucking the mm-hmm. season tickets went up. I'm just figuring out now. I mean, what do the Niners do? They got to get a quarterback. They still got Trey Lance. The only thing is, I don't believe in Trey Dog. I don't believe in no, everyone else does. We I don't see that, but they're yeah, they're going to invest in Trey Lance all the way through. I mean, you have to. What they traded up to take him second in the in their draft. They're going to have to use him no matter what. Bro, they should have yeah, used. I, him. They should have used him last season more than fucking Jimmy. They just oh the fucking whatever. Yeah, Fuck no, I agree. Jimmy. But I mean, we're we're going to see what he what he can do. At least I don't think it was worth the gamble, but. We'll see. As for us, I don't see anyone in this draft class this year that's going to change change our team. I think this year is a complete wash. I, I, I think the Seahawks win over under five games. No lie. At least where we stand right now until, unless we make a big trade with the, with the assets that we have or a huge signing, Right now, we're a five-win team with no future in sight right now. John and P. Carroll have all, all the control, and I don't think they know what... They haven't made any good draft picks. We've had two special players in the last five years. One of them is a punter. All right, so obviously we have our fucking NFC West, which I don't give a fuck about them. We play against, we the, fuck, we play against, the, we play against the Chargers. We play at the Super Bowl against the Saints. Oh shit, we play at Tampa Bay. That'd be interesting. Play against the Falcons at home, which is dope. Cause uh damn man, I feel bad for Calvin Ridley, man. I'll get into that later. Uh play against the Panthers at home. We got Denver. Look, we play against fucking the Raiders at home. That's crazy. You know what? The Denver Broncos, that game, can you fucking imagine, bro, what that that's game's gonna, gonna be like? That's prime time. Right there. Russ's returning to Seattle already. He's going to light us up. We play against Detroit. Do we play against New York Jets at home? We're going to fucking kill the fucking Jets, bro. I don't know what to think with us. Yeah, you got no fucking faith, bro. <laughs> I have. How do you have faith in John and Pete Carroll after what they just pulled today? The fact that you could. The fact that the Green Bay Packers could somehow get Aaron Rodgers to sign a four year deal and he was posting all over Instagram just causing all this drama all last season. And then we have Russell Wilson, who literally is like politically correct, does everything right, is such a pillar in the city of Seattle, and you couldn't find a way to mend that relationship. I don't fucking know, bro. That's some fucking bullshit, man. I'm just in a fucking badass fucking mood, bro. I just think about this shit, and this is just, this ended up being a fucking different type of episode. And thank God, I had said this in the intro, I'm glad I didn't record at fucking, you know, at 10 a.m. this morning. Cause I'd have fucking lost my fucking mind. I was literally in a fucking. I was in the most furious fucking mood. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is, from talking to the players, doc. So many players had no idea. They literally had no idea. Nobody thought that Russ was gonna go. And I, I mean, I didn't think so either. I was like, yo, bro, this guy's mm-hmm. doing press, talking about, oh, you know, right now Seattle's my home. I can't see myself going. Blah, blah. But then you know what the funny thing part was, when he fucking changed and took off his Seattle shit off the Instagram and off the the Twitter. That's when I knew he was a motherfucker, bro. 
let me ask you a question. Go ahead. You think the fucking Broncos going to the fucking playoffs? Hmm. AFC West is stacked, bro. That is a really tough division. Yeah. But I will say this. We have his Russell Wilson is a proven winner. And if you protect him, no, which no, no, I for think sure. they're going they, to, they, they have a way better O-line than we do. Yeah. Russell Wilson is going to get the protection that he's asked for throughout his whole entire career that John and Pete would never invest in. If Russell Wilson lowers those sacks, I, they will make it to the playoffs. I would say a, AFC championship. If they protect him and he doesn't get sacked like he does in Seattle, AFC championship. Jerry, Judy, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. I'm not convinced on this squad, dog. But yeah, you never know, man. I mean, shit, not many people were really checking for fucking for... Nobody was really checking for Tyler Lockett, you know what I'm saying? And he just... He made that shit happen. Yeah. Tyler's a small dude from a small school. I don't know, man. You know, I'm just... I'm fucking sick. I don't want to talk anymore, bro. I mean, what do you... So you predict five games over under pretty yeah. much, right? As of right now where we stand, unless something changes again, five games, that's where, that's where we'll be What, do, what, what do we win this year? We won eight? We won seven. We won seven and ten. But also note that Russ didn't play in four games. I'm not worried about that. Look, though, realistically, we should have been we should have been ten and seven. Really, there, yeah. there were three games we gave away completely. But it is what it shoulda, woulda, coulda. So seven, shit, and we played like shit. I I think we could do seven again, bro. We played some weak motherfuckers. You had no dog. I knew we were gonna fucking smoke fucking the Niners, bro. It's a different thing though. We're talking about a completely di- a different offense and a completely different defense now. And look. All I need to get is one. All I need is one. Preferably at Levi's. If we get one this year, that's embarrassing for them. We're in a full, full on blow the whole entire organization to the ground. Completely starting over. We don't even know what's coming. If we lose, if, if the Niners lose to us, that is extremely embarrassing considering everything that they've built for that team and how far they went this year oh man dude what a fucking day bro you know i can tell greg bell's fucking having a fucking painful time right now with this he's always been real he's been super cynical yeah but i can just tell by his fucking tweets right now he's bummed out bro he's tweeting some shit right now like his wife's been crying all day the kids at the seattle hospitals crying all day I guess his wife is a Seattle uh, employee at the Seattle Children's Hospital. Hmm. It's going to be rough. I mean, every writer, every single person, like, I don't think anyone really believed that Russ was going to get traded. Bro, understand this. Ken Griffey Jr. is trending right now because of Russell Wilson. Bro, Richard Sherman. And the crazy thing is, everyone's like, oh, Bobby Wagner's like, oh, he's a prophet. I was like, shut the fuck up, bro. Let me tell you some real shit right now. How did Richard Sherman's career end up after he left Seattle? His season sucked last year. And the motherfucker tried to come back this last season to come back with us. You know what I'm saying? Came in with us. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had his little issues. Man, mm-hmm. dog, I'm not trying to hear shit from Richard Sherman, bro. He ain't did shit since he's left the Seahawks. He didn't do shit with the Niners. He was ass there. I'm not trying to hear shit out of dude. I don't oh, no. He's, he's ready to go off now. I always feel like they always had a weird relationship. He's yeah. always like, Shading Russell Wilson, I just feel like, if anything, he's taking it, like, laughing at everyone, almost to the point where he wanted this to happen. He's goofy as fuck, bro. I'm just saying, uh, the amount of people that are trending because of the situation today, like, 
Russ was trending fucking top three. Fucking Seahawks trend top three. Now Bobby Wagner, as of right now, this fucking podcast we're recording, trending number four. Then on top of all that, we got fucking King Griffey. We got Jamal Adams trending because people are blaming him for the whole situation. It's like, come on, man. Like, you know, I'm surprised fucking Quandre is not trending right now. I'm really surprised Quandre is not trending. I don't think people are putting the pieces together just yet. That's why. Just wait. Quandre, there's no reason why he should resign. Yeah. I think Quandre will be trending in the next couple of days. Yeah. But anyways, man, look, bro. You know, I love you, man, and I appreciate you coming on and talking this shit. And uh, yeah, man, look, dude, we just wish for the best and send my best to your uncle and your dad and your whole family. I already know that they're fucking sick all day. They, my father-in-law didn't have internet this morning. When I told him, he literally almost had a fucking aneurysm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I told my dad, and he was sitting at his desk the office. He thought I sent a fake tweet. He couldn't believe it. Oh, and, and everyone just had a loss of words. Like, what do you even say? Like, well, look, this was, I don't call this an emergency podcast. I'm calling this a semi emergency. We'll see what happens. Look, I'm going to need you to jump back on maybe in draft possibly, time. yeah, draft time. We'll see what happens there. And we'll go on there. I actually might fucking jump on fucking Dugar's podcast right now. But anyways, bro, look, man, I appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to say before we sign off? 12s. Let's not try and get too dark. <laughs> let's hope that, you know, let, let, let's hope that, you know, as, as much as we may be mad right now in the Seahawks organization, let's just try and just take a breather for a second and just, you know, try and hope that, you know, we're going to fix this and turn it around. What a Take some somber. time out of your day. Go for a walk. Don't try and don't try to overthink and overanalyze what I've been doing all day. What a somber fucking podcast today. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. It is what it is. We just got to make the best out of it. This is a weird situation. I'm dealing with it on two ends. I'm dealing with the fucking Lakers. Dealing with this shit. Very, very weird situation. Very, very odd. Guys, there's going to be no outro. We are fucking out of here. There's no commercials. There's none of that shit. We are out of here. That is it. Yo, Miles, man, throw some Lakey Lake, and I'll see y'all tomorrow.